Hey there, Softball Universe, and <laughs> welcome to Softball Diaries episode 39. How's it going, Buko? Uh, it's doing great. I tell you what, man, I have an idea. What, what, what's your idea, Clagger? Here's an idea. You know what, how about we don't do any guests today? What? Yeah, how about in accordance Shocking. with, uh, you know, Major League Baseball, we arbitrarily chose this as being the halfway point of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, completely arbitrary because we have no idea when the midpoint of the season actually is. Yes, uh, as opposed to MLB, who knows when the actual midpoint is, but chose it, chooses another date entirely. Right, just to make it super confusing in between the first half stats and the second half stats. Cause they what, could the best, what could the best thing we could do for the midway point? What could, how can we celebrate this? Uh, how about some arbitrary awards? Mid-season awards? Sounds great to me. Oh my god, let's do it. Uh, well, we have no guests, so, you know. But gonna... I have a list of 150 awards I'm giving out. I, I, li- I wrote down, like, 15 and thought I did a pretty good job. Clegger, you, uh, went to town on these. Yeah, I mean, I wrote them out a few weeks ago. All the ballots got sent out to the Baseball Writers of America, and we've been tallying them up all night, and we're ready to finally announce the winners. I know, uh, I'm very excited. You will all be receiving generous gift baskets in the mail. Yeah, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, we don't have any good speeches or even, well, you know, I said, LeBron said that he was a maybe to this. But yeah, we also, we also don't have any funny jokes. The funny jokes had to be cut out, uh, in the accordance for time. Hey, just like Joe McHale, right? Boom. <laughs> but the rest of our jokes made it in. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, stay tuned, guys. We're gonna do a recap first. Great uh, game, great game. It was a very good game, Clegger. I hope that you enjoyed being involved, even if it was from the sidelines. Yeah, let's talk about it. So, uh, Clegger, Mr. Clegger, Manager Clegger. That's exactly right. Uh, you had a pretty uh, good opportunity to participate this past week for the first time from the sidelines, yeah? Totally, yeah. Um, you know, the traditional role of manager is that of a player manager in, in, the, in our softball games, a la Pete Rose. Uh, uh, I'm sure some old dudes of the Yankees. Yeah, uh, I wish we had our producer here, because then we can make them look it up. But, since we are without one, let's just say, usually player managers. This time, we'll call you pro managers. Yeah, we had had two players on the DL, Ronnie and myself. Uh, It was pretty cool. We got to manage the game, draft the game, you know, craft the strategies uh, without participating at all. Yeah, and I think you guys took two uh, very different styles in your drafting. Uh, she was really about team building, and you were more about getting the pieces that make the thing work. You know, it was uh, it's interesting as you could see your personalities coming out in the draft choices. Yeah, I mean, I guess it can be interpreted that, that way. I also enjoy building teams. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm sorry. I was just you know doing that. Anyway, so the game was <laughs> the pranks exclamation point, which was your squad. Yeah, go pranks. Uh, uh why, why pranks? Uh, you never expect it. Okay, <laughs> and uh, it messed Ronnie up, because Ronnie named her team Terry Bradshaw, hoping that your team would be Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, I mean, she should have known that I'm more of a Samantha. Yeah, exactly. Everybody classic knows joke, that. classic joke. Also, Terry Bradshaw uh, apparently is a salesman for shingles, which... Uh, <laughs> Ronnie may elders. or may not have at this point. Yeah, we Hopefully don't know. she doesn't, although I don't know if the alternative's worse than shingles, so maybe I would hope that she does have shingles if it's if it could be... Get well soon, Roddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, game started off, your team, oh, my team, I guess our team, our team, say, uh, got off go. to a really good start. Um, it would have even been better 
if not for an amazing play in center field by Mark Vaughn chasing down Gabe. Gabe hit it like a really hard ball. Yeah, that was field. a double or a triple, uh, even for Gabe. Maybe even think about a home run. I guess with Mark covering, maybe not. But still, uh, the bases were loaded or there were, there maybe were two base on runners. Or something like that. It's a great shot. Gabe really uh, squared it up. Uh, Mark made it made a bad move, first move, and then caught up to it and caught it, which yeah. is awesome. I thought Mark's he had part. no chance from where I was sitting, but uh, he stuck his arm out, made a great play. Found, uh, his, found his glove. Yeah, Gabe did pick up a sack fly on the play, but it you know it felt bad in comparison to what could have happened. Yeah, so much of the game it was uh, what five to one. It was it was six one going into the bottom of the third. And uh, the Terry Bradshaws were, I, I don't know, I, I thought that, you know, offensively they felt demoralized, like nothing was going to happen, but give it up for them, you know, for, for sticking in there. Uh, Buka, you're on the mound for this inning. Yeah, I mean, I had I feel like I had bad control, but I don't want to take anything away. The other team did a good job putting a bat on the ball. We had trouble. Timely plays on offense, yeah. you know, taking advantage of some serious defensive mishaps, but also just being scrappy out there. Yeah, I, I really think that it was just that they weren't they weren't making any big plays, and even our errors weren't necessarily compounding. They weren't giving up like multiple bases by them. It was just they just poked holes in us. Uh, got yeah. right back into the game. Uh, I wasn't feeling down by well, one. But, down but by just one. Down by one. Yeah. And I think it was. I I can't I can't, I can't remember who scored the run for us the next inning, the top half of the next inning. But I feel like that run was really important. Yeah. To uh, to just to uh, settle us. Yeah, but the uh, the hole that I had punched through my hat, I was sewing up at this point because I thought that we had the victory, and we did. Um, yeah, game notes. Shout out to the uh, crust punk clan that moved in. Right, uh, they were Kira's friends, um, as they all are, I guess. Yeah, and uh, Byron especially. Wow, I mean, that dude, you probably sized him up as, like, uh, as, I don't know what I sized him up for, I'm but not I was really not sure. expecting that. I mean, I, mean, I was, saw that he was he was muscly because he wasn't really wearing much, like, in the way of solid clothing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of holes in the pants, mostly no back to the pants. Yeah, but I mean, if I had to be honest, my initial judgment was that he was essentially brain dead, but he was amazing at baseball. He's probably, like, a uh, great natural swing, uh, really powerful. Yeah, after some serious Facebook stalking by Stephanie, there are some great old pictures on his Facebook of him as like a baseball player, sans facial tattoos. Uh, Interesting. So uh, the rumors of him playing ball as a boy are true. Right, because he had a great swing. I mean, that was the most impressive thing is that, I mean, we have some decent hitters in Gabe and Sam play with us, and even like Gabe Carrion and Zach. Like, this guy, when he hit the ball, it... It took off. I mean, it was very impressive. He also had a great play from shortstop. Um, threw somebody out, ranging to his right. It was a really nice play. Um, yeah, hopefully he comes back, and hopefully his uh, friends do as well. Yeah, that was, a, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, so uh, the, the pranks beat Terry Bradshaw. Um, it was a, definitely a bit of a, um, a bounce-back game for Gabe and Sam and yourself. You guys played better than you have in the past. I didn't play well. Not, but Sam, not Buka, I was being nice. <laughs> okay, thank you. But, Sa- yeah, Sam Sam looks like maybe he can... T- uh, Gabe has officially turned the corner on his season and is well back in Gabe. Re- Sam, this might this was a good sign. He said it struggled from the plate uh, up until this past game, so hopefully his season turns around. Yeah, also, another double, more double plays. They're all over the place Yeah, now. there's no play. And uh, shout out to Bobby Joffrey. Hilarious name. I think it's hilarious. It's Joffred. Even better. (laughs) 
it's I realize that it's mean to make fun of people's names, but I mean Bobby Joffred, like uh, I don't know, like the obvious hilariousness <laughs> of that is just so there. Way to go, Bobby! Way to have that name. Welcome to the mid-season awards. Fuko and I are dressed in tuxedos and dancing in an opening number. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Now Fuko's standing on top of a piano as I play the piano and he's lounge singing. Right. I'm actually uh, tap dancing, but uh, we're on carpet, so you can't hear it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And you're in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's mid-season awards. I've noticed that this, uh, something the internet loves to do is give out mid-season awards. I think it is a bump in their hits, you know, every yeah. time they say, like, check out our mid-season awards. So we're doing it, too. Yeah, so let us be your Jason Stark for the next, uh... In who knows how mu- how long this will take. All right, so let's get started. Uh, best play. Uh, then and the the winners because I have multiple winners because like these are not real awards. Zach Gross with a double play catch over his shoulder, and then there was one. There was a tag to end the game. I thought that those two were the best plays. Right. Luca? Yeah. Uh, I remember. Are you what talking about the stat machine? Say. Oh, the stat machine agrees with you. I think statistically the best play was the play to get Justin Siebel out at home to end the game at DC Field. Uh, you know, you don't get much more exciting than a game ender right at home plate, you know. Even if the statistics had to be, uh, you know, changed around to make that happen. Yeah. In the time, though, you know, nothing can ever take away that moment. No, I can't. And, uh, Even being a on statistical the lo- error. <laughs> <laughs> being on the losing, or what would eventually be the tag <laughs> side of that. Yeah, but you felt, you, it, felt it, some, you felt it something, felt. It was hard and, to sleep. Yeah, and that's not something to be, you know, mi- misread. So I you, did, you really felt something there. I did not sleep well that day. All right, best game. Uh, I gave it to the Geesey game. That was a fun game. There was a lot of competition, a lot of offense. Yeah, we've actually had a, a lot of good games. Not many games have gotten out of control. I think part of that's due to the field we play on now. Or yeah. Schistler is like it's a slower surface, so I think the game doesn't get out of hand quite as quickly. Yeah. Uh, and also another good game was the game where, uh, I don't know, Steph, we, uh, she was on my team. We got Mercy rolled in the first inning, and then we came back and won. I forget the details of that game, but that was a great game for my squad. Yeah. Uh, I think I was managing against you. Is that potential? I think Probably, there, was usually. One, there was one game when Stephanie actually got a hit, and we lost a run based on the Mercy rule, and then we lost by one run later, which kind of stunk. Great, but great game. Still a great game. Wow, this is very wide open. Anyway, go ahead. All right, best song. Uh, there are so many great songs in the world, but I'm choosing uh, the Tuesday song. The by Tuesday song. I mean, it? it's just perfect for us. Everyone, everyone feels that a little bit. I think the first time that you hear it while you're playing softball, you just go, "Oh yeah, it is going up on a on a Tuesday." Yeah, club going up. Okay, uh, worst song, um, you know, again, so many to choose from. <laughs> yeah, so many. Uh, uh, I, you know, all, all the 2015 uh, songs in the playlist, they all get shout-outs here, nominations. Um, that Girl's Poison, I don't like that song. Okay. Motown Philly, I don't like that song. And then the one-two punch of Rhythm of the Night and Riz- Rhythm as a Dancer, don't like those songs, come at me. 
You know what I dislike a lot? And this is, I like that Bollywood song, but after minute number five, I'm ready to throw something at that. It's really a good song, and then it just goes on for like ten minutes too long. It really loses me. Yeah, I think we should just uh, repeat uh, Darude, Sandstorm. Yeah, well, honestly, uh, in general, though, really. is there any way Outside that of softball, that's okay with me as well? I know my heart would just be pounding the entire time, and I would be ready to go. Yeah, but I feel like actually that song you do wait for like the the beat to drop, even before the beat dropping was cool, and it never exactly happens. If I had to critique Sandstorm, which is really difficult for me, but I'm like a professional. But, so you're basing your criticism off of the EDM era, which it precedes. Yes, I'm retroactively applying a little bit of negative to Sandstorm. Okay. Yep. Alright, best, best dressed, uh, I like Kira's outfit she brings to the game, the crust punks, you know, I don't know them very well, but like, um, what's not to like in their, you know, um, conformity of non-conformistness. Yeah, I picked a couple, uh, fashion items that I liked, uh, from people, Zachros's mask, I mean, that's, uh, it's icon worthy, whether you, you like you it or love it or hate as it. A, as a uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, I don't want to say Burris, but Hannibal, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter mask or a Bane mask? Um, mm, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Good choice, good choice. Yeah, I think it's that sort of way. Uh, the other one I was, or Yoski and his bandanas. I'm, I'm a big fan of those. I agree. Looks great on him. Uh, Dan Rowe and his plaid on plaid. Yeah, I think uh, that the plaid shorts could be a little plaider, but you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean he, he picks it up as much as possible. And uh, Kate's seafoam hair, seafoam green hair. Is that what? Is that what we're going with? Color? Yeah, menth or whatever. I think it works for her. It's, yeah. it's, it's gone by, but, you know, bring it back. Yeah. Or maybe maybe purple? I don't yeah. know. Pick so, another yeah. color. Shout out to Steph, your girlfriend. Uh, great black t-shirts. Yeah. And she's branched out a little bit this year, which has been exciting to see. She's also supplied a lot of my socks, which uh, have gotten some compliments, mostly the pizza socks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> love, love the socks. Love everybody's sock game. Also, shout out to Rohan for kind of being dressing in like this confusingly prep mode but like not caring about it but looking good all the time i gotta say i love that he always brings like an item that's like really clean and white so that like you're like oh okay this is a good idea to play on dirt wearing like really clean white shoes or like a clean white hat it's like, a great it's a great look it's, <laughs> it's a great, a great look. look worst dressed uh, I give it to one unique moment. Sam wearing the Fishtown Tavern shirt, and then we went to Fishtown Tavern and he turned it inside out. I feel like you gotta own that. Maybe you do gotta maybe own jump that. behind the counter. You know, it's a uh, suck on those um, the beer taps. Oh, Go I'm crazy. sorry. Zach Gross's mask is belong to this category. I thought I, that was an ironic. Hey, one. you know, Your there's mask. a lot. There's a lot of uh, you know papers flying around. The statistics machine is on the fritz. Worst dressed, Zach Gross. And the awards keep coming. Uh, best bat. Uh, I think it's obvious. That new bamboo bat. It's so... I mean, it's great. I mean, I, I still... Every time I go up to bat, I want to pick up Sam's candy-coated bat. But, uh, but, in accordance with new rules, that bat has been enshrined in the Bat Hall of Fame and is therefore ineligible for any new awards. Oh, right. Of course. And, I mean, but that I always wind up going. I was like, you know what? That bamboo bat, it's, it's, it's great. It's light. It's got... A nice, it's long, it's, it's e great. It's eco-friendly. Though, uh, I should note, uh, Zach Gross brought a very nice new aluminum bat, which he can't use, but... That green bat? That green bat. Love, looks... love that green bat. It actually, it's a metal bat that has pop to it, as opposed to the thrift store finds, which are just completely dead inside. Right. <laughs> kind <laughs> of like you. 
Yeah, but they don't they don't win any awards for that. <laughs> uh, the worst bat goes to that black bat which broke. Or is that the best bat? Uh, it was, it, it was, must have been pretty good for Tom when he sawed off, like, the first guy he faced ever as a pitcher. Yeah. Maybe it was the second guy. Roman. Yeah, uh, and I think there were two other broken bats. Those are also the worst bat. Yeah, I mean, there's one, uh, Justin Siebel's been bringing one that's got, like, a lot of tape on it, but the tape's not really sticking to it so well. Kind of confusing. Kind of weird. Is that broken? I don't know if it's broken. I hope it's not. All right, uh, the best pitcher, whoa, real award, which is, we're calling the Cy Young. Right, fake Scion. Uh, I'm getting the Yoski, I guess. I don't know. That's I'm I'm ditching the whole sabermetrics thing. That's just a gut feeling. Really, that's a gut feeling. Yeah, because I think sabermetrically, you might look at it and say Mark has been the best pitcher. Hey, I think that Mark's definitely up there. Mark could be the best pitcher. He pitches a lot. And he pitches effectively. Yeah, I, I just there's just something. I guess I sort of go with the gut there too a little bit. We just don't have enough statistics in general for pitchers. I mean. The only people who have more than, like, ten innings pitched are, like, myself and Steph and Sam. That's really not enough people to, like, really get a good feel for it. But hopefully by the end of the year, yep. I'll have some stats to use. Yeah. More stats. The worst pitcher, or we're calling the Cy Yuck. Cy Yuck. Uh, yeah, unfairly probably goes to Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, one, one <laughs> outing went really poorly. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Okay, <laughs> what's the next one? All right, uh, the best fielder, which I did not write as Golden Glove, so this is just going to be the best fielder award, uh, goes to Gabe and uh, Mark. Uh, all right, so Mark. Gabe, I, I definitely, uh, Gabe has played poorly in the field the past two games. I don't know what's up with him. Maybe he's got a back, maybe he's got a leg. Can't tell you, but he's picked up a couple areas definitely in the past two Definitely has a back and definitely has a leg. Yeah. I can confirm um, that. I'm going to give mine to Tom Kelly. Uh, underrated, but has played flawless outfield. Has a couple outfield assists now. Uh, and he's a guy that wants to be in the outfield. His glove is larger than an Olympic-sized pool. Fun fact. Wow. Had no idea. Okay. Uh, the worst fielder? Zach Gross. Overco- overconfidence kills, man. I'm not, I wouldn't call him the worst. Double clutch, uh, Mr. Double Clutch. He's he's uh, he's made some a little bit of progress. He's toned it back occasionally. Uh, there are also uh, there's a lot of players with a lot of errors. I feel oh, like tons. I, mean. I feel like it has nothing to do <laughs> Ooh, with. Yeah. Uh, I don't you know do take the opportunities or whatever that's called, the amount of chances you get or whatever. Yeah, user or uh, whatever that the sabermetric is. Right. I'm not sure. I mean, the only reason why I might not give it to Zach is he does take away some sometimes, but yeah. Like maybe maybe the worst fielder to have on your team. You're just kind of worried where it could go. Burn, burn, burn. Uh, also, also get awarding, awarded the worst fielder. Every outfielder who plays fight way too far back, I hate to see that bar, ball slowly rolling to you. All I see is extra bases. Uh, and also people who don't pay attention. Duh. Yeah. Props to people who do pay attention. Major props. Pluses all over the place, like if we're playing The Sims. Um, <laughs> best teammate. Buko, you want to start off with this? Oh, jeez. Um, because you won it! You're the best teammate. You're just so nice out there, and you can also take a beating. This is my favorite part, is every time we have an interview and somebody, we ask them who their favorite teammate is, not everybody says me, but, like, enough people have said to me that Clegger gets really annoyed by it, so keep 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 saying me. Yeah. <laughs> also winners of the best teammate, Erica. No one ever has anything bad to say about you. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Sanders, uh, you know, great dancer. She's real positive attitude. 
Uh, Justin Siebel. I like playing with Justin Siebel. Uh, he's got great observations. He got some love from Tom, which is somebody, you know, not necessarily best friends, but, like, he understands what a good teammate's all about. Gotta always mention Kira in these things, too, because sure. she, she, she brings the, the bean dip, you know? Yep. Uh, worst t- teammate, I think we're in agreement when we say Gabe Yasky and Kate Corcoran. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> the worst. Um, the only shout-out there might be, uh, Zach Gross. Maybe don't take away <laughs> fielding opportunities from your teammates. I-, I-, I don't think you're a bad teammate, I just think you can't help yourself. <laughs> wow. Tough words from Buka. No, uh, I don't mean it meanly. I just the mean the it. best nickname, obviously, Taylor Engel, Tay Swiss. Shout-out. Tay Swiss. I mean, that might actually eclipse Claudette Pumbo number 5. Uh, which is just a favorite of mine. Always will be. Sorry. Okay, so uh, I'm going to throw out some awards here. How about Rookie of the Year? There's no question who gets Rookie of the Year so far. It's Tom Kelly, I think, by a landslide. Uh, though I think the Justins, sure. And oh, you Siebel. mean TK1. Yeah, TK1. Not number one, but... Yeah, I mean, I think that actually Rachel no. Sanders gets some momentum here, too. She's hitting the ball fiercely. Right. I mean, that's a uh, very new thing. If she can, If she takes the second half of the season and continues that momentum... She hit one of the best line drives uh, last game of anybody. Yeah, no, and she uh, her one thing is she's very scared of getting in a collision. Uh, I don't think that's going to go against her at any point. Yeah, what's just the worst, watch what's, out What's for the worst her. that could happen? <laughs> right. Uh, how about moment of the season? Uh, I've got four candidates. Clark, I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, you go first. The first one, uh, no, I'm going to say four. Uh, Justin Siebel gets thrown out at home, which we mentioned before. Great play. Uh, the first game at Schistley, that's something, right? Oh that's my a God. great moment. Uh, this might not be necessarily a softball uh, exactly, but how about my mom saying that she doesn't know my sister's fiancé on the podcast? More on that later. Yeah, and um, lastly, Clegger, your arm getting broken. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, if it has to go to something positive like getting an award at a, um, you know, for no reason, then it was all worth it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I really feel like that changed softball for all these things. I mean, Schistler obviously yeah. changed softball, but I think the moment you, you uh, broke your arm might be the moment that changed softball forever. Cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like any outfield catch is a great moment. Uh, and also Justin Schur getting a, getting the first home run. Oh, that was a great moment. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? Uh, best dog. I think that it's actually a pretty wide open race this year. Uh, I like Wynn so far. Wow. Uh, we're in agreement. Kira's dog. Right. Uh, also, what was that pug's name? Uh, I think it was Bud. Bud. I mean, great, 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 uh, great pug. I don't know? think, great I don't, pug. I don't think, uh, when, if when, if the pugs, the day that the pugs were there together, Quincy and Bud or something like that, when they were together, that was magic right there. Yeah. Definitely can't, can't beat that. Uh, how about best pregame meal? Uh, shout out Liberty Choice Falafel. I think just edges out, uh, Pizza Brain. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a runaway victory for uh, Liberty Falafel, although I heard it was very spicy. Right, so uh, Liberty Choice, you got to make sure you get the sort of youngish, skinnier guy in the baseball hat to make your falafel, because there's a big difference between the younger guys and the older guys that hang out there. The older guys don't put the love in there that the younger guys do. Goes without saying, mention us at checkout for absolutely no benefit. Right, and how about this? 
Best sibling combination. Oh, God. Uh, uh, you know, I had to... Survey says? Survey says the Angles. Taylor and Jeremy. Bing, bing. Just edging out the 1864 uh, brother-sister combination of yeah. Bree and Dan Martino. I love all siblings. <laughs> Alright, that's all I have on this sheet. Oh. Alright, uh, yeah, great musical per- performances tonight. Yeah, shout outs to um, Lady Gaga, Pink, Lady Antebellum, uh, Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> anyway, let's keep these words going. I said that, uh, you know, I have to get my car back to my mom before I left. Oh, what was the lady, the lady that, uh, the British, Lady Sovereign, is that one? Is she on something? Yeah, I think that she's like pretty, uh, you know, rap. Uh, bad rap, British rap. Whatever. That's beside the point. Yeah, and Lil Mama is go- is coming out later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, best manager. Uh, I think that actually Zach Gross gets this award. Uh, great, great teammate guy. Great team guy. And I always love that he really spends time uh, figuring out the uh, fielding situation. Also, shout out to Ronnie. Her team really it seemed like it was a real kumbaya moment. It was. Uh, one note on Zach Gross as a great manager. Uh, he was using my notebook. Every once in a while to figure out his defensive alignments. And, like, I open it up and, like, he really has, like, gone through a bunch of them. He really takes care of it. Uh, I want to make a note also for Matt Kay, who might get best assistant manager. He's often been charged with making the lineup. And I think he does a really good job for his team when asked to do so. I think he has a good uh, eye for talent, we'll call it. Wow, okay. Uh, the biggest surprise, I would say, uh, how well Shishar has worked out. Great field, and also the great participation. This is the part of the of the show where we kind of just like all hug and cry a little bit. Uh, don't touch me, Clegger. I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, I think I think both of those things are excellent points. The field has been wonderful, and attendance has been fantastic. You know, not really seeing too many or too few people. We always seem to have a game going, no matter what the scenario. All right, uh, and that with the biggest surprise also goes the biggest disappointment, uh, <laughs> which I have given to the old guard of Buko, Gabe, and Sam for having a slightly disappointing season. Ultimately, you guys are doing great, and love you guys, but... How has my season been disappointing? You know, I've never been a good hitter. In a season full of surprises and great moments, the disappointments are not that disappointing. Okay, alright, fine. I would say Sam has had an extremely disappointing season, oh, and, I don't, and I don't think he would disagree with me whatsoever. Wow, uh, you just take that knife and just, oof, right, at, right there. I mean, Sam Herman should not be batting, what is he batting this year? 886? I don't know. <laughs> Sam? I don't know what he's batting. Sam Herman... Don't tell me the numbers anymore. ...is batting 368, which... For normal, you know, baseball would be great. For us, is terrible for him. I mean, I think he's turned the corner this year, but he knows he hasn't played well. Or at least not the bat, you know. All right. Um, and at the midseason, the best Cricket Joe song, Still Pool Boy. Still Pool Boy. <laughs> yes. Play it. You wow. This it. one's a controversial one. Best Mario Party player. Buko. <laughs> you know, nobody can tap A or shake the controller in a jerk-off motion faster than I can. Yeah, it's it's really, it's pretty competitive, but you still win. <laughs> okay, uh, the best drone goes to the Univision drone. Yeah, uh, really love that Spanish-language drone that they're using. Uh, it's colorful, it adds 
you know, uh, it adds to the whole Schistler back ambiance. Yeah. yeah. And the, the worst drone goes to Dan Rose drone because he kept it in a box the whole game. <laughs> was it just not working? Or? I, I, I don't know. I assume, you know, it's a drone. It fixes itself. But I really want the, I can't wait to get instant replay for this, you know. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if we're ready for that. I don't think we are. <laughs> Alright, the best Dr. Schistler impression goes to Gabe. Uh, yeah, Dr. Schistler, we don't know much about you, so any any impersonation Gabe gives is a perfect one. Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe can be quoted at any given night as saying, like, just spoke to Schistler and he was all like this. And yeah, the impression uh, is perfect as far as I know. Yeah, have you ever seen, have you ever gone in the uh, Schistler Recreation Center and seen a picture of, who's actually the deceased Mr. Schistler... Uh, I don't know who, who the Schistler guy that runs Im the thing. This is the immemorium section. Right. Uh, he's he, he's definitely a guy from the neighborhood, and I, I don't know how he got his name on that. I'm sure he did a lot of community service there. I'm trying to figure out when's the uh, Bukovetsky community, you know, where what rec center do I have to work at to probably get like my a, name on it? Probably like a GCC, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't those all owned by Kaiserman's? Well, you know, maybe you'll find a new religion, or maybe a... Actually, you might be okay at a YMCA, I to might be, be fine at a YMCA. All right, uh, big category, best injuries. Uh, in no order, Alex, oh, wow, uh, Steph, <laughs> Cousin <laughs> Chris, uh, Ronnie, Zach Gross's face, and then Ronnie again. Yeah, I've actually picked up a couple injuries, but none of them are comparative to the rest of the injuries, I suppose, on the... I mean, you definitely have the most brutal of them, though I should say Probably Cousin Chris cousin has the... Chris, to be cousin honest, Chris there's, has... There's some mystery stuff going on there, and nothing pairs to the, the severity of Ronnie's injuries. I so. think it's kind of great because, uh, you know, baseball, they do give a description, you know, the media gets to find out what's wrong with the player and how long it's going to take them to be back. Cousin Chris has more of the hockey injury where they only say lower body injury and yeah. it's super vague and you have no idea what <laughs> yeah. that means. I don't think that you want a full description of it, to be honest. <laughs> no, I really do want to know what it is, actually. Like, All right. right. Uh, the best drummer award goes to Steve Ergo. Yeah, he really um, can play those skins. He took a game off because he was worried about his drumming elbow. And I think... Is that how drum sound? Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. There's a, it's a drum set just walked in. <laughs> okay. The best. Have you seen me lately? Slash Robo Lover Award goes to Gabe Carrion. I know we miss you, Gabe Carrion. Yeah. Sort I of. mean, I assume he wants to be playing. Who knows? Yeah. He's he's got probably bigger continents to conquer. <laughs> I don't know with evil robot army. Is that uh, about not what people do with evil robot armies these days? I thought they just compete on BattleBots. Sundays at 8 o'clock. By the way, I did watch my first episode of BattleBots. Or, you know, the new BattleBots. It was did, great. Did the Wedge win? Uh, yeah, they actually wound up having the spinners go off against each other and the Wedges go off against each other. Wow, that's unnatural. I was very upset to see the MIT team, which was a uh, very awkward lose. They were, they were, they were a lot of fun. Wow. They, had, they all wore cat ears. All right, uh, here's, a, here's a category that I've been looking forward to all night. The best podcast. And the winner is... Serial? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. But there's a runner-up. Call your girlfriend? What? There's a third one. What the fuck? God. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, just big shout-outs to BS Report, RIP. You know, uh, Bill Simmons. Can't wait to have you back on I the can't end. believe we didn't win this one. <laughs> it's our podcast. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, that's what we get for sending out ballots to the I made a recap. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new ca uh, a, a new category: best softball diaries podcast. 
Uh, and the winner is the Dan Rowe episode. Ooh, burn, Buko. Oh, I mean, it's good. My, the one with my mom, uh, it, it tore our family apart. Yeah, for, for those of you listening at home, uh, the Len Bogovetsky episode, what happened with that? Uh, you know, my family is one of those families that really likes to internalize things. You know, it's best if we don't talk about our grievances with one another. And then we, we you know, you put somebody on the spot and they say something they shouldn't have said. And, well, all of a sudden, our family isn't talking <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to get involved with those uh, southern people as well. They hold grudges. I hear they don't. I don't know. They're really nice. They're way nicer than my family. Doesn't take much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now, you know, I think part of our thing is we're going to start looking forward a little bit here. What about best storylines moving forward? Uh, I have down here Sam Herman. Is he going to turn it around? Can he find that MVP quality form that he's had for, I don't know, the past like eight years or however long we've been playing softball? Okay, uh, I'll take the opposite. Uh, the best, the, the young guns, will they take the crown that is softball and run with it I into mean, the next century? You look at the stats, you see you see some Dan Rowe, Mark Vaughn, Tom Kelly, all vying for top spots on the leaderboard. You never know. Uh, how about, and I'm just saying, this is, goes with my next point, the batting title chase. Right now it's like neck and neck, Mark Vaughn, Dan Rowe. You know, can they keep it up? Who will win? We all win. Yeah, that's, that's actually correct. I didn't, I didn't see that there on the screen, but yes, we all won. All right, uh, the next award, the Best Cousin Award. Uh, first place, Cousin Chris. Second place, Cousin Vic. Cousin Vic, you seem like you were having some troubles when you played us. I hope you feel better and get your life on track. <laughs> You'll always have a home at Shishler. Mm, uh, okay. <laughs> I said it, there, were, there were air quotes okay. around home and yeah. Shishler. And you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the best coworker, Jesse Gerstein Rohan. Oh, I mean, Rohan's got to win that, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hear he's coming to your uh, company retreat, so that's that's got to be something. Yeah, I think Jesse is too. Uh, and Gerstein. I just want to say. He's born at camp. I'm calling out somebody who's never been to softball, but Krista, we worked together. You promised that you'd come to softball. You still haven't come to softball. I'm crying on the inside. It's tough to be here. It's tough to be in the room. Uh, and this, this is the best dog in, in air quotes again, and that goes to Quincy. <laughs> Are we worried Quincy will listen and feel really upset? He's like, come on! Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm capable of very complex thought over here. Yeah, I mean, Quincy, we love you. I just wish you didn't cry so much. Okay, uh, the best hair goes to Jeff Knight. Okay, I mean, I, I think... I think Kate would feel a little bad about this. I think Kate should certainly goes up there with best hair. Who? Kate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. That's All right. Harsh. Uh, the best couple goes to. It just says not Buko and Steph. All right. Well, it's not Clegger and Erica. Well, it doesn't specifically say that. All right. Well, it's not them either. And it's not Gabe and Kate. You guys suck as well. No, God, why am I so mean right now? Okay, um, I guess usually I would say this Hate would go leads to, to anger. This anger sh- leads to th- the dark th- side. This should go Come, to Buko. It is your fantasy. Fantasy? What is it? Your desti- destiny. Your destiny. 
I guess it, this award should go to Lindsay and Dan Rowe, but Lindsay hasn't come uh, to yeah. enough games, so... So, yeah, uh, not enough games to qualify Kira for the best couple. <laughs> Do they go to games together, though? Yeah, they mostly come at different times. Uh, okay. But maybe that's how they win it. They're strategic about it. Yeah. If they both they both go to enough games to qualify, but you know their on-field antics don't disqualify them from winning the award. Mm-hmm. Genius. Uh, the best rando one-timer goes to Sean. Last name withheld because he's a minor. Yeah, uh, you guys might remember him. He showed up to I think the third game. We changed his life. Uh, he was great. He made a diving play in the outfield. Got on base. Really just brought you know, and most he was great for intangibles too. Really wanted to learn. Uh, Shouts to Kira, who like some bullies showed up, and Kira fucking lit them up. It was great. That was that was one. Of, that should be a top moment. Kira yelling at a bunch of fourteen-year-olds. Ah, good times. Good times. Uh, okay, and the biggest award of the night, which means absolutely nothing, the MVP. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. I think it's actually way closer than it should be right now. But I give it to Gabe. I know you called him a disappointment, but he's still leading in so many categories. I know a lot of that's because he showed up to every game, but I really think that he's turned it around. Yeah, I mean, for getting the field and bringing the bats and bringing the gloves and having a great offensive season uh, overall and being a great fielder and a uh, pretty good leader, yeah, he gets it. But uh, also in the running, and I think that arguably you could take them over him right now, is uh, Dan Rowe, Mark Vaughn. Uh, Tom Kelly, and even yourself, just because of your double threat of pitching and being able to play most infield positions. Corner infield. Let's call it quarter infield. Also, I do want to mention Zach Rose. He's actually batting really well. Uh, You know, he's kind of tough on the field. You're not really sure what you're getting from him sometimes. But he definitely has batted well enough to at least make his way into the conversation. How about... Uh, Clegger, what about, you know, uh, the, the ladies? Do you, do you have a, do we have a ladies MVP or do we not want to do that? Uh, I think we're still doing that. Okay. Well, I, I think that so far, I mean, reigning ladies MVP is Kate Corcoran and she's had a down year. I think she's lacking confidence. I think she's had a solid season. Uh, you know, I'd like to see her fielding improve, but she seems like she's, uh, you know, reticent to play the field. I actually think that she's gotten, I think comparatively i think she's actually played the field pretty well i think she makes the catches but rachel sanders is it's probably sanders is a word to, to, to lose right now right uh after last week she played great uh she made a couple nice stops she overthrew somebody but she showed great potential in the field and at bat if she can just get it going she's got this thing in the bag i'd say yep <laughs> That's it. If uh, we missed any awards, uh, please let us know on um, Tuesday, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, or what might be wind up being today. Um, by the time you hear this, yeah. All right. So now for the big finale, uh, Buka and I have our tap shoes on. Uh, we're wearing sequined matching tuxedos, and there are also miniature puppet versions of us all around the stage. I- Elton John is not here. Well, uh, but Billy Crystal did show up for a cameo. You can't see him, but he's he's doing his mime thing. It's funny. It's, it's funny. It's awful. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not so funny bad. at all. Billy, we're asking Billy Crystal to leave, <laughs> and he has put his own tap shoes on, which he brought because we did not furnish him with tap shoes. <sighs> Billy, come on. You're getting too old for this. <laughs> Cue the fireworks. <laughs>